that's going to move this way and this way because right, he rises yeah. you understand yeah. and uh he rises holy shit i didn't know that someone started recently just a few months ago who did not know that he rises wow um and so it's a rigorous <laughs> hiring process at your company highly rigorous <laughs> yeah they're very careful about who they hire <laughs> Um. <clears throat> anyways, uh, welcome to Podcast versus Podcast. My name is Eric Ivanovich. I'm Joseph Stillwell. And that's Joseph Stillwell. Do not have Pierce Ray today. I left him in the well. Yeah. No, we figured he needed some alone time. Just chill in the well. Um. But I did lean a ladder up against the well, so he knows that there is a ladder, and he can like get out eventually inside the well. Okay. So he just doesn't want to get out right now. No, see, I just I told you he probably just wants some time to himself. <laughs> I put it up on top of the well. So he can see it. Oh, so you're like tormenting him. I'm not tormenting. I'm just letting him know that we're not going to let him die down right. there. He knows that someone's we're coming eventually. We're just cooling him off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a podcast where we take turns pitching podcasts to each other. And at the end of the episode, we vote on which podcast pitch of the day is a better one. And if we agree, then we're going to quit this podcast forever. We do that one instead. Yeah. That's it. I, I, Basically it. I, yeah. I knew that. Joe knew, knew that. Knew Joe's that. been on this show, I think, probably more than any other guest. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a good title to hold? Is it a, is it good to be the one that's on the most? Mm. I guess I like attention, so I just like... I like so I any like, title is good because yeah, it'll really, get you some more like, attention. <laughs> Bastard of the earth. Oh, hey, that gets me more attention. I think so. I think yeah. that, like, um, I'm, I'm sure that, like, uh, no, you know what? I'm trying to think of, like, who the fifth Beatle is can't think of his name i can't think of his name either yeah. so that's not the same and i'm not talking about pete best who i do know his name he Who's was pete best pete best was the drummer before they got ringo oh um, i didn't even know that happened and he quit and then they got ringo and then like almost immediately they became the uh, biggest band yes. in the world <laughs> so ringo is responsible for their fame that's how it works right? yes <laughs> it is a hundred that's 100 percent how it works and at some point um, Pete Best put out an album called Best of the Beatles, and it was just a solo album of songs that he did because oh, his man. name is Best, yeah, and no. he is of the Beatles. He right, was in the right. Beatles. No, I Ringo. get it. I, that's 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 sneaky. So they could not it, like it sold extremely well because people thought it was a Best of the Beatles album, and then uh, and no one liked it. That's hilarious. I actually I was on Twitter. It was the same thing. I was on Twitter and, uh, you know, there's like an MP named in Ontario named Andrea Horvath. Okay. I did not know that. Like, and, uh, and there's like a city councilor whose maiden name, she's like, like at, her last name's Adams, but her maiden name is Horvath yeah. and her sister's name is Andrea. So she put like an endorsement on her flyer that said Andrea <laughs> Horvath, but not explaining that it was her sister-in-law and someone called her out on Twitter and she's like, what? It's fine. My maiden name is Horvath and that's my sister. I don't see what the problem is. And it's like, like literally like she definitely knows who this MP is. Yeah. So it was just like, she just kept playing dumb. And like in the whole Twitter thread, people were like, stop lying. We know you know what you were doing with that. <laughs> but she kept being like, it's my sister. It's just my sister. And well, I was just like, that's amazing. Her, her sister's not named Horvath anymore though. Right. Well, I don't know. I, that's, I don't know. I like, I, they didn't get into whether her sister was married or that was, but yeah, she has a sister named Andrea. It was just like, but she just would not admit it. Like, because what's the whole thing with, like, saying my maiden name if her sister is currently named that? Yeah, I don't know. I, I it mean, seems so, yeah. like, why not just say my sis- this is my sister? That's well, she name. was obviously trying to make it sound less skeezy than it yeah. was, right? Like, in damage control mode. But um, oh, <sighs> I'm going to pitch a podcast. It's yeah. called uh, uh, Twitter Damage Control. Ooh, ooh. Um, absolutely, my favorite thing on Twitter is when someone gets called out for the wildest bullshit 
and they double <laughs> There's down. There's a lot of wild bullshit on Twitter. Yeah. That's kind of its best feature, to be honest. Um, yeah, I I think that, like... Well, there's like, you know, like drill and then... Yeah, uh, no, that's the thing is like when wild bullshit is done right, it's amazing. Yeah. When it's done poorly, it's entertaining, but also terrible. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's it's probably, I don't know, it's probably my favorite genre of tweet is yeah. when a stupid, mostly Republicans, but yeah. um, anyone can be yeah, so even stupid. Yeah, like, just even like there's lots of people of all, all across the political spectrum who just... Step, st- say dumb shit. Um, there's a recent, well, not a recent, it's an old tweet by Ben <laughs> Shapiro, but recently got retweeted where he said, uh, uh, he's talking about how dumb the, the term uh, renewable energy is. Because, hey, leftist liberals, have you ever heard of the thirst, first law of thermodynamics? <laughs> That's how that works. Um, yeah, it's just stuff like that. So we, every episode we would pull up uh, a few of these. Mm-hmm. Just incredible self owns. Well, the the latest one, I don't know. Have you do you know about like because you don't read comics very much, hey? No, I so, don't read comics um, at all. Uh, Chuck Wendig is like a novelist who also writes. He wrote some Star Wars novels. Okay, and then now he's he was writing a Star Wars comic. Okay, and he he just he did yesterday on Twitter. He announced that he was fired. And the reason they said he was fired is because he was vulgar and uncivil on Twitter. Uh-huh. And by that, they mean he tells Nazis to fuck off and Nazi <laughs> fans of Star Wars to fuck off is basically what yeah. happened. Um, I am sinking my chances for working at Marvel by talking about this, but that's fine. Uh, so there was this other uh, this other writer who's written some novels, and I think she's done some comics, too, Yeah, called Blake Northcott. And uh about a couple hours after he tweeted that he'd been fired, yeah. she basically she added Marvel and said she was available and she loved to write. She'd love to write Star Wars. Yeah, and uh, and uh, and it basically like luckily like most people called her out for it and were yeah. like that's like really shitty scab behavior. Like that's exactly why comics doesn't have a union because yeah. other writers will and, and artists will do shit like this. Yeah. So uh, that, and then she tried to backpedal and then she was like, I'm getting off social media to go drink rum and Cokes and not think about oh, this. God. That's like the absolute worst. And the, way. Yeah, like, it's like, Oh, I'm like, Oh, people are legitimately criticizing me. I'm being harassed. Right. Yeah. Um. So it, it wasn't like the, but it was definitely one of those moments where like she didn't even bother to damage control. She just like gave up and left Twitter. <laughs> um, uh, my my primary source of this uh, type of of tweet is um, I follow uh, I follow a, a a leftist gay black man um, on Twitter and he confronts a lot of uh, liberals of uh, straight white cis right, liberals yeah. who um, make like homophobic jokes about like Trump and Putin yeah. or homophobic jokes about Trump and Kim Jong Il. Or homophobic jokes about Trump and Kanye, and then or, and then yeah. try and play it like, oh, it's not a gay, it's not making fun of gay people. The, the, it's the making joke is fun about of homophobia. But it's like, yeah, and it's like, and it's like, it doesn't matter because you're basically like you're you're using the gay, the fact that they're gay as as like to imply that they're less manly than they pretend to be. Or yeah, like ultimately it is homophobic because it's basically saying like oh this is gross or whatever so yeah yeah so there's a lot of like he he does a lot of quote tweeting of them telling him that they are not being homophobic or they're not being racist or you know whatever they're not being um 
as he's explaining like and if you click on that thread it's just him saying like here's why what you said was homophobic or racist or something and then them explaining no you don't understand yeah I'm, that's always I'm my ally. favorite like you don't you don't understand person who is the thing that i'm i'm being harmful to you don't understand what i'm saying at all oh geez um yeah so that's that's my primary source of it and yeah. so i think that he would probably be a, a regular feature on the show that would be really good actually we could get in a bunch of like people who do that i mean i don't think you would be on my show but i would well you could you could just ask yeah I'll just you can't ask hurt them. to ask um it's disco socialist by the way disco he's, socialist he's everybody really check out disco socialist um yeah, so every episode we just bring in a bunch of that that we could uh, uh, hate read. Um, oh yeah, a bunch of those terrible tweets of people being could called probably get on a bullshit. lot of material off gourmet hot takes. Oh gourmet, yeah, gourmet hot takes. We would end I, every show. With I don't gourmet hot follow takes. gourmet hot takes because like I can't take that in my Twitter feed regularly. It's but, too much, and it also it gets retweeted enough that I see it all the time. So I'm like, there's so many accounts that I don't follow because I know they'll just get retweeted enough that I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, there's I there's a lot that I that I do that way. Yeah, um, I I follow a lot of the uh, I follow um the the spinoff of gourmet hot takes, which is uh, so close. But no potato. Oh, close but no potato. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one too. Because it's not as frequent and it's funnier. Yeah, it is funnier. Because <laughs> sometimes, like the the gourmet hot takes are just like they just make me angry. <laughs> yeah, because like, like they are like extremely hot takes. Um, but close but no potato. It's it's like uh, if anyone's not familiar with this Twitter account, it basically just like finds people who say like, oh, okay, so we deserve free health care. What about free housing? Do people have a right to eat food yeah, like, yeah, or and, and drink clean and water? And they're saying, and it's not these people that are, it's not irony. It's like they're actually <laughs> legit saying that they don't think people deserve free food and housing. <laughs> or like they're asking if we think they do. And it's like, yes, yes, that's what we want. It's it's people who are so close to being like good, um, having like normal opinions. Uh, yeah, like being human beings and not like yeah. <laughs> the market will solve all our problems. But then like just not quite getting there um or it'll be like oh okay so would it be racist if i said the n word under this condition yeah yeah it's like yes you're so close (laughs) it would be yeah oh man good Um, times that could be a a a, a recurring feature as well that would be a good recurring feature okay i can get behind this podcast maybe uh do you have a do you have a pitch for me yeah i do have a pitch um this one's one i've been working on for a while okay uh it's called eric and pierce are wrong and oh, wow. uh, okay. basically, as I listen to podcast versus podcast, right. anytime uh, you guys make a mistake, I've been writing down the mistake <laughs> you make and correcting it. Okay. And I don't I don't have context. Like, I don't remember. I just write them down in a text file on my okay. phone. So there's no, like, context around them, but I'll just read a couple here. Um, Pierce said owlbears are abominations. He's wrong. They're beasts. They're not abominations. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm going to defend Pierce on this. <laughs> Because you're talking about the the cl- like what subtype they're they're yeah, yeah. included in and the, no no the he said manual. that's what he was saying too I'm sorry it's that's what he was saying I'm sure he time. was using it metaphorically okay well I don't know about that but uh, <clears throat> he owlbears are aren't cute they're well, cute as hell okay yeah all right uh, meth is stupid is that what Pierce said meth yeah, is stupid yeah and then uh, people shouldn't do meth whatever coward. Like just whatever. Just do meth. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, my point about you hating August, uh, which is uh, wrong because my birthday is in August. 
It's so you can't hot, hate though. my birthday. It's so fucking yeah, hot. but I don't care. It's my birthday. Uh, I find smoothies gross. I don't know. You guys were talking about smoothies. I There's just, no way this that I, I said that. No, I don't know. I someone said I like. Yeah, well, no, I said I find smoothies. Oh, I see. I'm saying I find smoothies. You know the gross. The, the, the 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 ingredients can change. I don't care. It's the texture. <laughs> oh, it's the texture. Okay. They're just stop interrupting me. Uh, you said that your body doesn't need continual feeding for energy. Um, I don't. That's wrong. But I don't know how to fact check that. So whatever. <laughs> uh, I'm not always sick. You said I'm always sick. I'm only sick whenever I come on the show. Okay. For some reason, or sometimes when I force my way in here, despite the fact that you guys don't want me here. Right. Uh, I just I have always been sick. I'm not sick this time, by the way. So. Yeah. Okay. So we've that one's definitely proven wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've watched The Guild, the show The Guild, uh-huh. and uh, I find it highly unlikely that because you guys were talking about watching it at some point, I find it highly unlikely that either of you could finish an episode of The Guild. Like Pierce <laughs> would just like roll his eyes and and uh, Pierce would turn it off and then and then complain about it on Twitter, and you'd probably just like not be able to watch it. Because um, it's it, you, you could not watch that. Show. I I never start an episode of something that I don't finish. So would you finish the episode and then not watch the rest? No, that's definitely that's it. Yes, okay, because yeah, because it's like the episodes I think are like five minutes long or something. Yeah, I can so watch like, anything. For and five it's minutes. like it's very like high strung, uh, like like nerd comedy. Okay, so like that sounds like unless you like jokes about me. Xboxes and and neglecting your children to play World of Warcraft. Yeah, it sounds like something I really would have liked when I was sixteen. Yeah, and, and yeah, no, pr- maybe I don't know. I don't know you when you were sixteen. Um, another one here. Pierce is uh, Pierce is wrong. D and D is not a brilliantly designed game. Uh, it's actually a messy jury rig of a war game that's been turned into a role playing yeah. game. Uh, but what it has is brand recognition is the number one thing. Um, systems like fate or dungeon world are better and they're more actually like story and role-playing oriented as uh-huh. opposed to like just being like a mechanical war game. That's been like, also you can play a character. Yeah. That's basically, um, it. yeah, maybe I should try one of those one time. Cause, uh, I think you'd you should try fiasco fiasco, which is like a role-playing game in the style of like a Coen brothers movie where basically you spend the first sort of quarter of it, like you come up with a character and yeah. you come up with all these like relationships they have with the other characters. And then the, the start of the actual like game is where it's called the, it's like the catastrophe or something like that. Yeah. It's just basically where something horrific happens and the rest of the game is just everyone trying to deal with this catastrophe right. with all these relationships that you've built and stuff like that. I so think it is, that'd be it's, really fun. it is, and it's a game that it's not, there's barely any dice rolls. Yeah. There's not a lot of like mechanical stuff to it. It's much more about like, telling a story together so yeah yeah i think i would enjoy that uh every time i've played dungeons and dragons it's been extremely boring <laughs> and maybe it's maybe it's because of my D uh my maybe it's because of my dungeon master well yeah it really depends on your dungeon master what edition you're playing and also like like building characters i is the boringest fucking thing in the world i don't know how especially like for someone who hasn't really played a lot of dungeons and dragons yeah. like making a character in dungeons and dragons is so boring it's just like numbers and reading a book and like it's not the game at all i got to tell you that's my favorite part oh really <laughs> Is click okay? So what would be more useful, this skill or this skill? Am I going to horse ride? Oh God, ride or that's am I like climb? my least favorite part of D anD. d But then when we actually get to playing it, it's just like, 
yeah <laughs> the game is is not very fun. like you don't like it's just like like what what was what was usually the problem um i think part of it first of all uh i i couldn't really get into role-playing like a fantasy adventure i guess right i think this the setting slash genre is 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 just a tough barrier for me because um <clears throat> i guess the main thing was that the story was like the, when the few times that i've played the story has been pretty much the same every time there's like a, a huge ancient evil yeah who's trying to destroy yeah, the that's... world and yeah. I need to save it because I don't want the world to be destroyed. So, yeah, and that's boring. I like, I mean, like, I can see why you wouldn't like yeah. that. And I think that's all that's kind of the go to. But you can do a lot more with D&D if you try. You I might try to... it again because I, you, the you get... guy who, um, the guy who was my dungeon master at the time, he's, uh, he's, <clears throat> he's my best friend and he, uh, continues to play Dungeons and Dragons. Does he love Lord of the Rings? Um, I don't know if he does. But does he love, like, classic fantasy? He loves fantasy? Star Wars. Oh well, yeah. That's, that's Star Wars is classic, classic fantasy. fantasy. I don't care. So, what anyone um, says. but he's been dungeon mastering mm. since then. So it's been like a dozen years. He's probably like way better now. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. You might want to try it again, but uh, or try a different system. Maybe. Uh, some more things. Uh, Pierce is wrong about D and D again. Uh, fourth okay. edition solved the problem of spellcasters being more powerful than non-spellcasters. Okay. But fifth edition, because uh, all the old like nerds who like yeah. third edition complained about fourth edition instead of like thinking about how they could keep, they keep that problem out of fifth edition. They just went back to it. And what they did was they gave like once a fight, like at high levels, a wizard is going to be better than a fighter. Cause a wizard can literally like turn a monster into a sheep. Yeah. Whereas a fighter gets like an extra attack yeah. is basically. So like, what they did was they were like, oh, fighters will just basically have, they call them combat maneuvers, but yeah. they're just basically spells. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, you can shoot fire from your sword. It's like, okay, so I'm a wizard. No, you're a fighter that shoots fire from his sword. It's like, yeah. okay, well, cool. So what did Pierce say? Uh, he was saying like, oh, fourth edition. Uh, I can't, I think he said like fourth edition made it different. Oh, I can't see this. This I didn't write it down in the context. Like so that's kind of a poor format. Yeah. Well, it's, I like it. <laughs> okay. Um, Medicine Hat is the Seattle of Edmonton. It's the, er, Medicine Hat is the Medicine Hat is the Seattle of Alberta, not Edmonton. Okay. Edmonton is the Minneapolis of Alberta. Okay, I don't know uh, a lot. Someone of that. said that Edmonton was the Seattle of Alberta, and that's just sound. It's definitely a Pierce. Thing. That was a Pierce thing, and then oh yeah, um, uh, nobody in Scooby Doo has a good catchphrase because there are no good catchphrases. Phrases. Uh, some one of us said that someone had a good catchphrase. I think no, you you guys said that Scooby Doo's catchphrase wasn't good. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Again, like the point is, uh, so you're... you you got super intense. That was I was just making a point here. You got really intense about uh, Scrappy Doo apologetics. You were really like. Like, like defending Scrappy-Doo. <laughs> so that was cool. Um, and just to be clear, uh, Calgary is the San Antonio of Alberta. Okay. It could be the Austin of Alberta, but it's too chicken shit. Okay. Uh, Scooby-Doo is smart for a real-life dog, but for a cartoon dog, he's dumb as hell. That's true. Yeah. That is definitely um, true. Aristotle wasn't the father of mansplaining. It was Socrates. Okay. Like, this is a dude who literally made up fake conversations he had in his head with his family and friends where he beat them all. Yeah. So that's that I that's definitely the father of mansplaining. Uh you said come on come on is easily Smash Mouth's best song and you're wrong it's Walking on the Sun. Walking on the Sun is not good. Walking on the Sun is a great song. No. Uh Blink-182 wishes they were as good as Smash Mouth. <laughs> that's my hottest take. Right this there. is the wildest take I've ever heard. <laughs> 
Um, uh, I'm really glad that Pierce corrected you about Tamagotchis being appropriate for all ages. You said they were for children and he said, no, they're for all ages. Uh, I probably would have actually like been like, normally I'm too lazy to do threads on Twitter, but I might've done a thread about that. Do you have a Tamagotchi? Not anymore. I I want them like, I don't want to buy a fucking Tamagotchi off eBay. Yeah. Like I want them to release a Tamagotchi app for my phone. That's all I want. I'm sure that exists. Not probably not for iPhone. It's probably one of those things. Uh, I've got a lot more here, but I think we're starting to lose steam. So um, uh, you guys said grenadine was alcoholic. It's not. It's not alcoholic. <laughs> You're wrong about that. It's alcoholic. No, it's not. You can buy grenadine is just like cherry syrup basically it's alcoholic cherry syrup no it's not it's weird that you're wrong about this it's weird that i'm right about this uh you guys said that uh um there was like a not getting a like not being aware of a test is unfair but uh all tests are unfair because of subtle cultural biases so (laughs) but this is not this what you're doing here is not fair i wasn't wrong (laughs) that's just another reason that it's right (laughs) I didn't say this pitch was fair. Okay, we've got one more. Yeah. Um, you guys were talking about uh, William Shatner's Has Been album. Yeah. Uh, you should just listen to I Can't Get Behind That. That's the the one he did with Henry Rollins. Okay. And it's just them yelling over a drum beat, but it's it's the best track on the whole album. I don't. I can't believe Pierce didn't tell you to listen to that one because <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. I I'm uncomfortable with Henry Rollins. Really. Like in what way? Because like I can I, I there's like probably three or four reasons why people are uncomfortable with Henry Rollins. So um I mean I like his singing in Black Flag in early right, Black right, Flag. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Early-ish because he joined afterwards, right? Yeah. He was bit. the third singer, I think. He's um, not even the singer on My War. No, but wild. He's a, the first album he's the singer on is um, Damaged. I think. Damaged. Um, which yeah. I th- I think most people consider that like they're that's well that's sort that's of the classic they're they're the the like when people say the black flag sound like yeah. before they went really like super like almost like sludge metal like because they were that was the, the the last album where they were just a punk band. My War is definitely a better album than Damage. I, gotta... I can I can see that. I still think like Black Flag is better in uh like like a lot of really heavy punk bands. I think they're better in EP format. So I like the okay, Nervous yeah. Breakdown EP best, but that's more of like a, I don't like to listen to a whole album of that kind of music thing. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like a short blast of noise to get me really pumped. So. Um, <clears throat> what was I going to say? Oh, fuck. Oh, uh, why you're uncomfortable with Henry Rollins. He has a, a vibe to him. He oh, ha- <laughs> yes. He like, I've seen um, videos and interviews and stuff with him. And he always looks like he's just like, about to if, explode. Yeah, if you say the wrong thing, I'm gonna punch you. That's, yeah, no, that's he's like, like, and and he like, like we saw him live when I lived in when I lived on Vancouver Island. Yeah, we went and saw him live in Victoria, and like that's a really fun thing to see someone do on stage. But I was just we walked out after. I was like, man, imagine living with that guy. Like that would be the worst. Like he's like that all the time. You could tell like. That yes. wasn't like an act that he put on. Like that's just how intense he is at all times. So I saw, um, so I saw uh, the Nardwar interview that he did. Oh yeah, with Henry Rollins, and um, it's hilarious because immediately, I, I guess, so I've never seen Nardwar like off, out of character, right? Yeah. 
But I, uh, from the way that Henry Rollins is reacting, he thought it would be a normal interview until they turn the cameras on, and yeah. then he gets really pissed off. <laughs> That's the best. That's so every, every the best. time Nardwar says something, he's like, "Really, you're gonna say you're gonna say that to me? Why don't oh you say it to me in a normal way?" That's huh? awesome. So I see, I see. You do this little character when the cameras, <laughs> the cameras turn on. That's um, like because because like Henry Rollins's kind of post Black Flag thing is that he's like cool, like not in the sense of like he's like the a trend maker, but he has like a a detachment to him. Yeah, and like even when he's angry, there's like a deliberate detachment to the the persona of it. But like when you actually see and you see him get angry, and you realize, oh no, he's just angry all the time, and the detachment is the way he keeps from seeming too intense. Yeah, and that's like when when the when Nardwar did that interview. It was like the mask came off and you just realized, no, he's like that all the fucking time. <laughs> and like, yeah, that's the... like, that's, that's how, what makes like, some people are like, oh, I'm uncomfortable because he shouts. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't care if he shouts, like, especially like when he's doing like spoken word or a song, like yeah. that makes sense. But then yeah, when it's like, you think about the, how intense he is all the time and you're like, I'm uncomfortable. With it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm also uncomfortable with shouting like outside of the context of a performance. Yeah. But I don't know. I I get the sense. I half get the sense that he's like about to kill me. Yeah, for sure. Oh, he would. And I half get the sense that he's like he's doing a lifelong performance. Yeah, like, for sure. Well, he's become he's become that now, yeah. right? Like whether or not he uh, wants yeah. to be. I always like even like when you read books about the history of Black Flag. Like you, whenever they're like, oh, and Henry Rollins says something, you just hear it in the Henry Rollins voice. Yeah. Like no matter what, and like. I don't know if it's just like he just had like if the writers are good at making that voice come out or if he just has such a strong, de- like specific tone to his voice that it just comes out that way. He's got a brand. But like he was like, like the best line was like, he's like, if you ask people why Black Flag broke up, they'll say two words. The first one will be Greg and the second one will be Jin. And it's just like you can just hear him saying that in his and I read it on the pages. It's like, yep. And like maybe it's true, but it's also like through Henry Rollins's eyes, which yeah. is just like probably the best. Um, but he's uh, he's right about some things. I, oh, he is. I saw him on uh, there's a, a clip of the Bill Mayer show where um, Bill Mayer is radically misunderstanding consent and right, sexual yeah. assault and rape. And Henry Rollins is trying to explain to him that a child cannot consent. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck is that guy? Okay, Bill I'm more like uncomfortable around human. Bill Mayer or Marr or whatever it is than I am around Henry Rollins. Like, if I had to choose between the two of them, uh, yeah, I'd rather I would hang, hang out, out with, with Henry Rollins. I'd rather hang out with Henry Rollins to get my head kicked in <laughs> yeah. than talk with Bill Maher. Than be like, like condescended to by <laughs> Bill Maher while he's completely wrong on all things. Jesus, like, oh, really? You think I'm racist? Well, let me explain to you. You, I'm gonna give a little quip and then I'm gonna cut to commercial yeah. so you can't <laughs> respond. That guy's uh, a piece of shit. I'm gonna vote that uh I'm gonna vote for Henry Rollins over Bill Maher. Yeah, I'm actually I will vote the same. I will vote that Henry Rollins is better than Bill Maher. Okay, so we have actually come to an agreement, so um that becomes true. I guess usually we vote for a podcast. Um, well, we didn't. We didn't today, it's but it's not it's unanimous, but not that we'll do another show. So I guess we just got to come back at this again and again until we get it. <laughs> we'll be back on Thursday. Um, thanks for listening to Podcast versus Podcast. Uh, if you're listening to this, why don't you tweet at Bill Maher 
Tell him what a fucking piece of shit he is. Tell him to listen to this and understand why he's a piece of shit. And also <laughs> uh, retweet us angrily and get us lots of extra retweets. I'm yeah. fine with that. Um, I, I can just I can just delete Twitter from my phone for the week of, of death threats I'm going to get. <laughs> uh, if you have a punk opinions, why don't you um, find Joe has a tweet that he. Uh, yeah, if he, you tweet it, I have a tweet where if you tweet your punk opinions, reply to that tweet with your punk opinions. I'll tell you if you're a real punk or if you're a poser. It's going to be difficult to find because I don't know if you have it pinned or anything. I'll retweet it. I might pin it, actually. That's a good idea. <laughs> I thought I'd get more engagement on that tweet, but I only got a few. It's so. mostly just me. It's <clears> you, and then I got uh, another guy I follow who does art for punk albums, and then a writer on, like, Van Helsing or something has done a couple. So. <laughs> there yeah, you go. it's pretty good. So I'm, gonna, I'm But I'll pin it, and I'll retweet it so people can, uh, people can do that again. And uh, also he has a webcomic. Yes, I do. It's called Blue Skies Over Nine Isles. It's at blueskiescomic.com. And I've got a podcast coming out in January called Tales of Frost Cricket. Oh, man. Everyone's just chomping at the bit for Tales of Frost Cricket. Oh, it's going to be so good. And Eric's in the first episode. I'm in the very first episode. You want to hear Eric playing a character on a podcast. I won't tell you which character either. Or whether or not it's human. It may or may not be human. We don't know. Uh, have thanks to for listen. listening, everybody, <laughs> and uh, listen to Tales of Frost Cricket when it comes out. And Joe's Twitter account is at Animistic Engine. I forgot yeah. to say it. And Pierce's is at Relicant Jolteon. <laughs> no, that's Eric's Twitter account. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>